Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. To Hyman, working in front of the net. He'll walk up, score! your blades, tighten your skates. The latest news on your team. All right, two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. You won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. Score! This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas on your home for Oilers hockey. 6.30 chair. Now, here's Brandon Escott. Yeah, let's spend a Friday night together. Or at least a couple hours of one, shall we? Edmonton Oilers navigating from a snowy St. Louis to uh, I I can't think of anything funny to rhyme with Dallas but they are going to take on the Stars and it's going to be a very important matchup it's going to be a matchup that tells the Oilers exactly where they sit with the best in the West Vancouver leads the Western Conference Dallas is right there behind them in second place and it's a road trip that uh, you know we're starting to or rather maybe we're continuing to see flaws in this team things that could be addressed ahead of the March March 8th trade deadline we're going to talk at great length today with daily face-offs Frank Saravalli about um, well who's available first and do we know exactly what it is Edmonton needs I mean, it's kind of the same question that we keep asking ourselves, but you could almost answer it differently after every one of the last few games. I wonder how you feel about that now. You can let us know at 780-496-0063. That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on X at Oilers Now, Bob at Bob underscore Stoffer, and uh, myself at Brendan Escott. It's Brendan with an E. And um, again, I say we've got uh, we've got hockey coming up tomorrow. A matinee, and it's the first of two matinees in a row. Does that really mean anything at this point? It, it definitely seemed to a couple of years ago, but lately I don't get the same sense. I don't have that same spidey sense tingling going into an afternoon game. I'll tell you what gets the spidey sense tingling. It's, it's any time this Dallas Stars team is the opponents of the Edmonton Oilers because they are good, they are deep, they match up well, and it's no coincidence or mistake that they are where they are in the Western Conference standings. But let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. There was a hockey game last night that featured a second period that probably had your hair either falling out or turning gray. Because we know how much better the Oilers can play than they did in that middle frame, giving up four goals to the St. Louis Blues en route to a 6-3 defeat. Frustrating, for sure. Uh, And the bottom line is the, the top line wasn't especially good. 
I thought Corey Perry had a noticeable night, but when the guy you just signed to a, a very minimal contract is your most noticeable player, that's probably not a good reflection of how the rest of things had gone. Came just the assist shite, uh, assist short because of the fight uh, of the Gordie Howe hat trick. That's what I'm driving at there. Uh, even though it wasn't much of a fight with Marco Scandella, you still love to see Perry mixing it up and uh, and involving himself in a game that if the Oilers aren't going to be able to win these games against teams that fancy themselves playoff competition, like St. Louis is, wild card-ish team, then at least be able to physically hang with these guys. And, and Perry is an example of that kind of thing when they're not winning. Uh, let's get to it. Let's get right in to the direct workwear audio vaults. The Oilers Now Audio Vault is brought to you by Direct Workwear. It's cold outside. Grab a brand new vintage wool blanket at Direct Workwear for just $39.95. It's pretty cold at night these days. And oh my goodness, was it a cold reception by the fans at Enterprise Center for the Edmonton Oilers last night against St. Louis. The start of a three-game road trip for the Oilers. They're in St. Louis. Perry gets a loose puck. Perry will get it to the slot. Bouchard shoots. Scores! Waved off right away as Bennington got bumped by Corey Perry. And they're saying no goal. Cairo, right wing, Butchnevich out to Thomas. Nice stop by Skinner as Robert Thomas with a look right in the slot. Comes across. Thomas scores. What was that? Thomas near the side of the net gets the pass to McDavid. He'll come up the right wing to the top of the circle. Over to Bouchard. He'll shoot it. Blocked in front of the net across. Dreisaitl scores! Leon Dreisaitl on the right side. A sharp angle. He one-timers it in and ties the game at one. McDavid down the left wing. Puts it on net. Saved by Bennington. They jam away. Scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins found a loose puck. And the Edmonton Oilers take a 2-1 lead. His pass tipped on yet. Great stop by Skater. Rebound scores. Neighbors goes upstairs on the rebound and ties the game at two. Well, that is two awful shifts from the McDavid line in this game. Kessel, a snapshot saved by Skinner. Rebound. Neighbors in front of the net. They score. Neighbors to prove. And it's a 3-2 Blues lead. On the right wing, Thomas to the corner. To Neighbors. To the front of the net. Saved Skinner. Rebound. Scores. Loose puck to Jordan Cairo. And he fires that thing home to make it 4-2 for the Blues. Another assist. Jake Neighbors is looking all world tonight. St. Louis. He drives the net in an open cage, yawning for Cairo. Oh, here we go. We got the gloves off. Corey Perry. He drops the gloves with Scandella and the two of them down to the ice right away. To Cairo. 28 seconds to go in the period. Cross ice to Thomas in front. Chris David scores. Power play goal for the Blues. They're up 5-2. To the point. The shot from the point goes to Perry. He scores! Corey Perry right at the side of the goal. Rimming it. Eckholm from the point. Kept it in. Puck side of the net. The backhand off the crossbar as Brown with an opportunity out of the corner. Saad will get it out. The empty net. And he scores. Just pulled Stuart Skinner. 
And Saad finds the empty net to make it 6-3. The Blues get their 29th win of the year. The Oilers drop to 31-18 and 1. Oilers had a 2-1 lead after the first, but St. Louis with four goals in the second period. The team's trade goals in the third, although the St. Louis goal was an empty netter. The Oilers got cleaned up in the second period, and that was the difference here tonight as they lose this one 6-3 to St. Louis. So, you know, as frustrating as it is to, to see a scoreline where they give up six goals, it's just, it's completely unlike how they were losing games uh, the odd time that they were on, well, I guess... <sighs> How do I put this? I, they, they need to be obviously a lot tighter defensively. They can outscore mistakes, as we know. Uh, but clearly, uh, you know, when they're not pulling on the rope defensively, which was was looking like it was the newfound identity of this team at a certain point. Uh, we're falling back into that inconsistency into, as some texters are pointing out right now, uh, backs turned on plays, defensive breakdowns. Um, you know, there's, there's something to be said for uh, collapsing to the net. Sure, but <laughs> uh, you got to have your assignment picked up as well. And uh, also discipline. Eight penalties in a row, eight straight penalties. I, I, um, I'm not going to blame it on the referees because things like a, a misconduct penalty are entirely within your control. Your reaction to the situation is entirely within your control. The frustration level, getting to where it was based on how that second period was going, it's understandable, but they didn't give themselves any opportunity to win that game because they were playing from behind. They really didn't get to overcome that uh, deficit that they had dug themselves into because in the third period, and uh, and Jack pointed this out on the, the television broadcast. You had six straight minutes of trying to kill off a penalty, and that took you from 15 minutes left in the hockey game down to just over nine. And that wasn't enough runway in the effort last night. Here's head coach Chris Knobloch. We're very frustrated with um, the calls that went against us and um, it puts us in a difficult position to... To win the game, especially when you're behind, um, where we're needing goals, and here we're spending time killing penalties. And, um, you know, we gotta, as a team, we have to put it aside that no matter how much we disagree with a call, and, you know, there's been a lot of calls that our team has disagreed with, but we just have to put it aside and play hockey. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's lots of uh, runway left in the season as well, and they're going to have to endure games where they're not getting the kinds of calls. Does Edmonton ever get the kinds of calls that, that we all think that they deserve, quote-unquote? Not really. Uh, it's just, if for whatever reason, it's not a sport that is conducive, not the way it's officiated, to having having it called in favor of Edmonton star players because you'd be calling all the time. Edmonton's power play is third in the league. It's penalty kill after a really uh, tough stretch over the last several games. They've given up, uh, I think, eight power play goals against in, uh, in the last five games, and the penalty kill is now down to 13th in the league. So they're they're swimming in, you know, some pretty ugly waters here. But an opportunity to uh, to bounce it back. You're going to be in tough against Dallas for sure. Here's the head coach again, Chris Knobloch. It's just been, 
a lot of a lot of breakdowns and different kind of breakdowns. But I think we'll um, just constantly be needing to remind those guys that it didn't come naturally. That those kills it wasn't just because of the personnel we're using. It was the personnel. Um, executing the details every time and there's going to be breakdowns and that's where you need your goalie to come up with a big save but right now we're just forgetting about those details darnell nurse with a couple more thoughts on the struggling penalty kill in the area of our game that's improved immensely from the beginning of the year i mean and you know you're going to go through stretches where you know you, you kill 20 in a row i think or something like that and you probably should have gave up three or four and there's times when you're you know you give up three or four in a, in a eight games or in a you know, eight opportunity stretch that uh, maybe you should give up one or two so you gotta keep you know zoom out and, and look at the bigger picture and, and what we're capable of as a, as a group obviously that standard especially on the penalty kill we take a lot of pride in that it hasn't been high enough um, you know, over the last few games and you know, tomorrow against a really good team is a great opportunity for us to to grab a hold of it again it is a really good team a really really good team in dallas that they're visiting tomorrow in dallas's environment and the stars put up nine goals nine in their most recent performance that was a 9-2 win against nashville here's nurse yeah obviously they're a really good team you look at them in the standings and, and the success they've had so far this year and they do have a lot of offensive firepower so i think for us it's a it's a good test exactly what we need um coming off a, a game where we gave up six to go against a team that can you know has the ability to put up nine a night it's uh, important for us to come up with that defensive mindset uh, one last thing inside the direct workwear audio vault here chris knobloch yeah, expects his team to bounce back tomorrow. I think we've been able to respond really well um, after poor performances. I think we, um, obviously Dallas is coming off a huge win the other night. Um, I think it's just human nature just to play just to good enough to win. And uh, when there's an opportunity to relax a little bit, it's just um, that happens. And um, we know it's going to be a really difficult game against a, a good team that's playing well right now. And um, our guys step up. They like that competition. They like that, uh, that challenge. All right. And we get to our top story today. And it has to do with the starting netminder for tomorrow's matinee. Today's top story is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Yeah. Legacy Heating and Cooling. Oh, man, I jumped over the voice guy. What am I doing over here? <laughs> Well, I'm telling you that Calvin Pickard is getting the nod in net tomorrow afternoon. One o'clock puck drop on 6.30, Chad. And uh, yeah, Edmonton's uh, backup goaltender this year. He's been performing just fine. He's got wins in his last five. Six one, or he's got six wins on the season. A 2.42 goals against average and a 9.12 save percentage. Uh, he's actually... He's really helped calm things and spell what a tense situation it was out of the gate when Jack Campbell was uh, was falling apart at the seams. Now, that is a whole different situation that has been mending itself quietly in the minor leagues. But in the meantime, another start and, and the stiffest test, no doubt, of this season. It'll be the 10th appearance for Calvin Pickard this year. That's the top story. We will press pause for the first time and we'll bring it back with NHL today. Tell you about the one game going on in the league tonight. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 
It is 524 in Edmonton. Let's get to NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialists. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. It is just the one game in the league tonight. Uh, there was 12 of them last night, so it kind of makes sense, especially ahead of Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, where? Come on. Load. Load. My computer won't load. Excellent. Coyotes, Hurricanes. Nah, I kind of figured you wouldn't care that much either. Niels Hoglander fire, uh, fined $2,800 for high-sticking uh, Jake Wallman last night. Rangers losing Blake Wheeler for the rest of the year. Lower body injury there. Uh, Pittsburgh claimed Matthew Phillips off waivers from Washington. So one rival claiming a player from the other there. It's going to help fill the void left by Jake Gensel, who is going to miss four weeks with that upper body injury. Uh, Nashville agreed to a two-year extension with hulking forward Michael McCarron. Uh, $900,000 cap hit on that one. Prosecutors have dropped domestic violent charges, uh, violence charges, that is, against Bruins forward Milan Lucic. Bakersfield starting a three-game homestand against San Jose tomorrow night. Oil Kings home and home with the Rebels. Uh, it starts in Red Deer, and then the Golden Bears are in Saskatoon. Starting out the Canada West playoffs on the road for the first time since uh, 1995. They visit the University of Saskatchewan in a best of three, trying to move on to face a very uh, highly rated UBC Thunderbirds team. Okay. That is NHL Today. 780-496-0063 is the number to text. It is also the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, come on, feel the noise with Warrant and Quiet Riots live at the River Cree, February 23rd. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Two Oilers games coming up this long weekend. Appreciate you spending some time this Friday night. It is an 11.30 a.m. face-off show tomorrow. Uh, Reed Wilkins will have that. One o'clock puck drop from Dallas. And then on Monday... For the first time from Mullet Arena this season, the uh, Coyotes and Oilers will face off. That's a 2 o'clock puck drop. We will go around the NHL with Frank Saravalli. Trade rumors, insight on the Oilers. What is the trade value, by the way, of Jake Gensel with a shoulder injury that's going to keep him out past the trade deadline? How's that going to work? We'll find out with the man who knows more than just about anybody when we get back from a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.